Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host Therese Reese and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I will not be reading from my book of poetry on today. And I'm going to do my very best to try to keep this episode short. However, what I wanted to ask is this question. Have you ever been a victim of bullying? Have you ever had a bully in your life? So for those of you who do not know the definition, the definition of the word bully, it is seek to harm, intimidate or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. It is also. um, Hold on, let me see if I can find. So what is bully bullying? It says it is a blustering, browbeating person, especially one who is habitually cruel, insulting, or threatening to others who are weaker, smaller, or in some way vulnerable. So what does vulnerable mean? Vulnerable. Susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Also, of a person in need of special care, support, or protection because of age, disability, or risk of abuse or neglect. Of a partnership liable to higher penalties. That one is, doesn't necessarily apply to this particular episode. Um, but an example of vulnerable is able to be easily physically or mentally hurt, influenced or attacked. And these are examples from the dictionary.cambridge.org as well as the Oxford Languages Dictionary. And a few synonyms for the word bully or bullying is... Let me find it for you. Synonyms. So a few synonyms for bullying is persecutor, oppressor, intimidator, tormentor, browbeater, tough. And again, I see the um, strong arm, coerce, domineer, push around, pressure, press. So those are a few synonyms for bullying. And the reason why I wanted to ask if you have been a victim of bullying 
is because that is something that a lot of times we don't really talk about. However, for some strange reason, my history of being a victim of bullying, excuse me, in one way, form or fashion appeared before me literally a few minutes ago. And I started to realize that bullying does not come in one shape, form, or fashion. Bullying comes in various ways. And if we're not careful, if we do become a victim of bullying, then it could literally change the trajectory of how it is that we perceive ourselves. So although I said bully, I'm also going to give you the definition of bullying, um, B-U-L-L-Y-I-N-G, which is an ongoing and deliberate misuse of power in relationships through repeated verbal, physical, and or social behavior that intends to cause physical, social, and or psychological harm. It can involve an individual or a group misusing their power or perceived power over one or more persons who feet unable to stop it from happening. This is in ref- this is actually um coming from National Center Against Bullying, the National Center Against Bullying. And it says it can happen in person or online via various digital platforms and devices. And it can be obvious, overt, or hidden, covert. Bullying behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. And bullying of any form or for any reason can have immediate, medium, and long-term effects on those involved, including bystanders. So for those of you who don't know, I am the content creator and the founder of this here podcast, the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. And one of the things that I have tried to do since starting these episodes on the podcast is to remain completely and fully transparent in order to help someone, not just myself, as I journey through this valley that we call life as a single divorced mother of six beautiful children and one grandchild awaiting for my future hubby to manifest. But one of the things that I have also learned while I'm going on this journey is that there are a lot of areas in my life that for whatever reason, I haven't necessarily addressed. And although I am a huge fan of therapy, it takes time to unravel a lot of the things that have been lying dormant in our lives 
if we are honest with ourselves. And sometimes as those things start to unravel, I'm speaking from experience and this is my opinion. But when those things start to unravel, the therapist may not be a speed dial away. And so then you are in a lot of ways forced to face those truths. Maybe you did not deal with the bullying when it took place because you didn't have a voice back then or you couldn't find your voice back then or you didn't know quite how to address it back then. But nevertheless, you became a victim of bullying. So let's see what victim means, because I feel like that's even also relevant. So victim and victimization, victim. And now, please don't get it twisted. Please don't get confused. I am not a victim. I am simply sharing something that has been revealed to me just instantaneously of how if we are not consciously aware we could be victims of bullying in one way form or fashion and don't even know it and so a victim is a person harmed injured or killed as a result of a crime accident or other event or action a person who is tricked or duped, D-U-P-E-D, and let's look up duped just because. It means, duped means deceived or tricked. And in past tense, it means past participant, um, part, ch- past, it just means duped. <laughs> because for me to try to pronounce whatever this is, let me see if I can pronounce this. Past participle. P-A-R-T-I-C-I-P-L-E. Let me see what participle means. We're going to learn today. Hold on. Participle. Par. I think it believe it is something about um, participate. But let's just make sure. Participle definition. A word formed from a verb going, gone, been, being, and used as an adjective working woman, burned toast. Participles are also used to make compound verb forms. Is going, has been. Yep, I'll be the first to tell you, I didn't know that. So, an example would be the wrecked car was totaled. Um, So that is... Maybe I knew it and just haven't used it in a while. But anyway, it says rule one, Latin has only four participles, the present active, future active, perfect passive and and future passive. And this is based on the www.usu.edu. And then the definitions came from the Oxford Languages Dictionary. And so um, at the end of the day, One of the reasons why I really wanted to at least talk about bullying is because if you don't recognize what it is when it is unfolding right before you, you could easily call it something different. So one of the reasons why, for those of you that don't know, why I use certain words and then I take a moment to provide the definition is because a lot of times we may be using certain words out of context 
And for those of you who may not know what context is, a C-O-N-T-E-X-T. But by using those words or that word out of context, then it loses its power and it loses its um, influence. And so what I try to do is make sure that whenever I use certain words that whomever is listening to these episodes, that they are mindful of what those words mean in the context of which I'm using them. So context, C-O-N-T-E-X-T, the circumstances that form the setting for an event, statement, or idea, and in terms of which is it fully, it can fully, let me say that again, and in terms of which it can be fully understood and assessed. Y'all, I need my glasses. I, long story, but I need my glasses. So sometimes you may hear me repeat the same thing and have to say it two or three times because I'm literally trying to look at little bitty small print with no glasses. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So the reason why I believe that it is imperative, and let me just let you know what imperative means as well. I-M-P-E-R, imperative. Um, I-M-P-E-R-A-T-I-V-E, a vital importance, crucial, giving an authoritative command, an essential or urgent thing. And again, this is according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. But the reason why I believe that um, posing the question, have you been bullied or have are you a victim of bullying is because the way that this world is set up, if we're not careful, we could be bullied into conforming to a belief system that is not conducive to our own personal growth. So conform. Let me just see real quick. C-O-N-F-O-R-M. Comply with rules, standards, or laws of a person. Behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards. Be similar in form or type. Agree. And again, that's according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So one of the reasons why I bring this up is because although this popped in my head and it was like a it literally was like a flashback but the way that the flashback was orchestrated I was able to see things from a different perspective as this flashback was taking place and I started to notice a common thread and the common thread was different forms of bullying And I started paying attention. Now, mind you, this happened really, really quickly, but I started paying paying attention to my response or my response is during these particular incidents. And what I began to recognize is that they were different levels of bullying. So I'm going to give you an example of what I have experienced by being a victim of bullying. So years, 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 years back, the way, way, way back I was in, at that time I was in elementary school. 
but I was in, it had to have been around fifth or sixth grade. And it's amazing that I still remember that. I am literally knocking on 50's door, meaning age 50. Lord said the same, I pray he does, you know, that my years keep blossoming and going forth. But I'm almost 50 years old. And yet I still remember something that happened to me when I was in the fifth or the sixth grade. And I still in those moments or in that particular moment, as this flashback was taking place, the same emotion that I had back then surfaced again. So let me share. And I hope that this helps someone recognize what bullying looks like and feels like so that whenever someone is spiritually trying to um, bully you, emotionally trying to bully you, physically trying to bully you, mentally trying to bully you, you will have something to pull from if you don't have your own personal experience just yet. And I pray that you never do. But should that occur, at least you'll have an example of how to recognize when bullying is taking place. Now, this might not be the greatest example. I'm going to tell you right now. So it is what it is. <laughs> it may not be the greatest example, but hopefully you'll still get it. So anyway, I was in elementary school and in elementary school, I didn't really know. So I'll put it like this. I did not know what I possessed Although other people would look upon me and make the assumption that I did. Let me tell you what assumption means. By way of dictionary. So assumption, A-S-S-U-M-P-T-I-O-N. So assumption is a thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen Without proof. Let me read that again. A thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen without proof. Assumption, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So there were times when I was in, well, and it, it's happened throughout my life, but we're talking about when I was in elementary school right now, that there was this particular female that. Every time she saw me, she would have this unction to try to bully me. And unction, let me look that up too for y'all. Because we're going to learn together today. Unction is U-N-C-T-I-O-N. And it is the action of anointing someone with oil or ointment as a religious rite or as a symbol of invest investiture as a monarch, or it is also, now I said unction, let's just keep on going, a manner of expression arising or apparently arising from deep emotion, especially as intended to flatter. But this particular person, it wasn't a flattery thing. She had an unction, she had a, uh, expression arising with a deep emotion to bully me. 
Um, this is according to the definitions, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So, yeah, she had this unction. Anytime I would come across her path, let's say I'm going down a hallway or something. And the thing of it was, is that she was older than me. And I had never done anything to her to deserve the treatment that I was receiving from her. So that's the reason why I asked the question, have you ever been bullied? Because there are times where someone may make up in their mind their own preconceived notions that you think that you're better than them, that you think that you look better than them, that you think that you got it all together. Now, mind you, these are these are preconceived notions. There's no proof, no proof of any of this. But based upon the story that they tell themselves in their mind, they will make up in their mind that you are all of these things and you're not even thinking in those terms. You're simply being who you are. So if you're an honest person, you're speaking with integrity. If you are a jokester, you're cracking jokes. If you are very intellectual and intelligent, you are speaking like a scholar, but you're not doing it to be intimidating to an individual. It simply is just a part of who you are. And if you're not careful, you will find yourself coming across certain people for whatever reason that they haven't worked out their own soul salvation. They're insecure about certain things. Maybe they aspire to accomplish some of the things that you've aspired to do. And because they see that you've done it and they can't figure out how you figured out to do it. Now you got a target on your back, one that you never even asked for because they created this illusion in their minds that you think that you're better than them. So they attempt to bully you in an effort to discredit you when you weren't even trying to prove yourself to anybody but yourself, anybody other than yourself. And so if we're not careful, we will find ourselves victims as victims of bullying because someone made up in their mind that you think you're all that. And the thought never even crossed your mind. Have you been a victim of bullying? And it can happen in so many various atmospheres. And you can look up and be like, I literally got bullied into saying yes when I really wanted to say no. I really got bullied into having to be over there when I really wanted to be over here. I can't believe I've become a victim and didn't even know that I was victimized because you didn't recognize in that moment that bullying was taking place. So this particular situation, let me get back to my story. So. This young lady would just, every time she would see me, she would either try to push me down. If I was walking to my home, she would try to push me down. If I was trying to get on the bus, she would try to pull me off the bus. Like she was always picking on me, always picking on me, always picking on me. And one day I had had enough. 
Now, I am in no way, form, or fashion encouraging any form, any level of violence. Let me just let you know what that definition is really quickly. Because I don't want you to think that that's what I'm trying to tell you to do. I'm just simply sharing what I've been through. So violence, V like Victor, I like Ink, O like Oscar, L like Larry, E like Eddie, N like Nancy, C like Cat, E like Eddie. It is behavior involving physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. Strength of emotion or an unpleasant or destructive natural force. This is violence. When it comes to the law, the unlawful exercise of physical force or intimidation by the exhibition of such force. Excuse me. So I was being placed in this situation where I found that the only way that I could stop this bully was to defend myself no matter what. So on this particular day, as I'm walking home, excuse me, which is what I would do every day from school, I decided to stand up to my bully. Little did I know is that I would have to be doing that, not with that particular bully, but that there would become more bullies manifesting in my life over the course of my lifetime. Little did I know that that literally was preparing me for the other type of bully situations that would manifest in my life years to come. So this particular person, when she pushed me, You know, you hear people sometimes say, I saw red. Well, I did. And again, this happened when I was in fifth or sixth grade. I am now 49 years old and I still remember this incident. And I've had two brain surgeries, mind you. And I currently have a tumor in my brain. And yet I still remember the emotion. I still remember the incident as if it happened two seconds ago. And it happened years ago, over 30 years ago, to be exact. And yet when that moment flashed before my very eyes, I felt the same emotion that I held in back then because I had to hold my head up high. But those same emotions came in like a flood. As if it had literally just happened a couple of seconds ago. Which I am still. I'm amazed at how that all happens. But anyway, so. When I was pushed by this young lady who couldn't have been no more than three, about three years older than me. So let's say I was 11. She was 14. Okay. So that way you kind of have a visual. So um, as soon as this took place, 
as soon as this took place and she pushed me, I found the strength, the courage, whatever word you want to use in this scenario, the wherewithal to literally not fall because that was her intent. Her intent was to make her intention was to make me fall when she pushed me. But I caught myself. And as soon as I, because, you know, you kind of stumble when someone pushes you. I stumbled a little bit, but then I caught myself and I literally stood up. And when I stood up, mind you, I was a little scrawny little girl, really, really petite, really small. And she was, you know, a little bit bigger, a little bit thicker. None of that mattered in that moment, because as soon as I stood up, I gave her the force to be reckoned with and pushed her harder than she had probably been pushed in her whole life. Back. I pushed her back is what I did. Again, I'm not advocating for violence. I just want to share my story. And so what ended up taking place is that the moment that she gathered herself from my push, she learned that day. That I don't look like who I am. She learned that day that I had strength somewhere off inside of me that was stronger than the strength that she had been pushing me with. And it was enough to flip the script, so to speak, to where she stopped being my bully that very day. The next time she saw me, she was trying to be my friend. So a lot of times what I'm learning and what it is that, you know, because I'm, it's something that I'm trying to constantly do is find out those small foxes that can, they will, if we're not careful, spoil the vine and deal with them. So when this situation arose and I literally had a flashback, just, you know, I'm trying to rest or whatever. Next thing you know, I have this flashback, like a nightmare of what transpired years ago. That to me was an indication. Oh, honey, you need to go ahead because something has happened in your conscious life that has subconsciously impacted you. So let me go ahead and um, let me see. And people call them triggers. You can call it whatever, but I promise you, um, I'm learning how to pay attention to certain behaviors and certain things that take place. So conscious, C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S, aware of and responding to one's surroundings, awake, A-W-A-K-E, <laughs> having knowledge of something, aware, and this is according to author languages dictionary and the last but not least definition is painfully aware of sensitive to so i literally am learning how to how to be conscious of what is happening and not brush it under the rug like in my past i've tended to do so when it literally flashed before my eyes what was transpiring What I did, I got up and I literally started to, now for those of you that know what spiritual warfare is, that's kind of what happened with me. I went into spiritual warfare mode because in my mind, 
I'm trying to prepare for my future hubby. And because I know that there are certain things that I may not be consciously aware of in terms of triggers. When I start to see certain things that are happening, I no longer take that for granted. So if I have a dream, I try to address it. If I have a, a, a vision, I try to address it. If I have a memory, I try to address it. And I try to find the root of where it is coming from so that anything familiar to it, I can address it and uproot it because I do not want to bring. Now, the experience is one thing. Knowledge is another. Wisdom is even great. But what I'm trying to do is eliminate a lot of the things that could potentially have an impact on my future relationship to where and I'm talking about marriage to where what. If I'm not healed in those areas, could put, could have the capacity to destroy the very thing that I have a desire to build. So knowing that I've been bullied and knowing what that felt like and knowing um, what it is and not labeling it something else will help me to heal in that area. So what I started to recognize was, is that bullies are not just bullies in the form of at your, your, um, at a high school or an elementary school or a daycare, um, you know, some little kid that just, they want your lunchbox or they want your, um, dessert, you know, it, a bully doesn't just come in that form. Bullies come in all shapes and sizes. And so, and even in all different scenarios, they can be a spiritual bully. They can be an emotional bully. They can be a mental bully. They can be a physical bully. But all of this causes certain emotions and feelings, if we're not careful, that can literally change the trajectory of how we view people and how we even trust people if we don't deal with it. So the reason why I jumped straight up and I started to deal with that, whatever spirit that was, the residue of the bully, the reason why I opted to deal with that is because I'm starting to recognize that people have, they call it passive aggressive. Um, So let me look that up and share with y'all what passive aggressiveness is. So passive aggressiveness, it's a behavior Um, A pattern of indirectly expressing negative feelings instead of openly addressing them. Excuse me. There's a disconnect between what a person who exhibits passive aggressive behavior says and what he or she does. Uh, Passive aggressive behaviors are sulking, backhanded compliments, procrastination, withdrawal um, and refusal to communicate are all passive aggressive behaviors. When the other person begins acting in such a way, trying to keep your anger in check, instead point out the other person's feelings in a way that is non-judgmental yet factual. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it wrong. When the other person begins acting in such a way, try to keep your anger in, t- in check is what is, is giving you advice. Um, this is per the verywellmind.com. And then the definition was from the mayoclinic.org. So pretty much, um, 
And maybe I just use that out of context. But what I was trying to convey is that it is very important to be aware when someone is using a bullying tactic on you so that you don't become victimized. I said all of that to say that. So when you start to see a certain behavior where someone is taking a moment to be overly aggressive towards you in their conversation and trying to get information from you, um, be mindful that they literally could be trying to find a way to harm you. And it may not be as direct as you're thinking, but it could be an indirect harm. It could be a, she intimidates me. He intimidates me. So let me do something or say something to intimidate them. Let me, you know, just be mindful um, or to coerce you, especially if they know that you're vulnerable. So like, let's just say you just had a death in the family. I'm giving an example. I pray that that's not your testimony, but let's just say you just had a death in your family and you're vulnerable. And there's certain people that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that in your right state of mind, you would not sign up to be in their presence because of how they make you feel when you're in their presence. But then there's a loss in the family. So you're encouraged to come together with family. And then this particular person, every time you come across them, they have something condescending to say to you. They got something judgmental to say to you. They got something to, you may not be walking the way they want you to walk. You may not be talking the way they want you to talk. And you know, in any other given situation, you would not even be five feet away from them. But given this situation, now you feel as if I got to go ahead and I got to be the bigger person. You know, people love to say that I got to be the bigger person. So you sign up for something that you automatically knew was going to make you feel uncomfortable, but you do it anyway. And next thing you know, you're putting yourself in a situation where you already know that you're going to be uncomfortable and the very tactics that you that you've been a victim of before concerning that individual, the very tactics that they've used, the minute that your paths cross, they do it again. And then you're like, I should have followed my first thought and just not invited the individual or been there while they were there or found a way of escape on purpose. Like I should have had a plan, you know? So I think that's really what, I think that's another part of what I'm trying to say is that a lot of times when we're in these situations and we're dealing, let's say with the bully, a lot of times the reason why it ends up being where we're just like, why did I put myself in that situation is because we didn't listen to our first thought. We didn't listen to where our body was telling us, warning, 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 caution, caution, caution. This, if you do this, this is going to transpire. If you do that, that's going to transpire. We ignore that. We think that it's, oh, I'm just nervous. Oh, when it literally could be the tool or the, the tool that is being utilized or the, the thing that is taking place. 
to prevent you from having that victim experience. But because you did not heed the warning, now you are a victim of bullying. Again, I'm not speaking this stuff on you. I'm just sharing my story. So now that I have taken a moment to look a little deeper in terms of the vision that I had that came before me of my past, I started realizing that I have had those same similar incidents where someone has tried to push me down to pump themselves up. They've tried to bully me into submission. They've tried to bully me into getting along. They've tried to bully me into turning the other cheek. They've tried to bully me into choosing that religion. Whatever, I'm giving you examples, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, it still made me a victim. So to avoid that experience and to avoid the aftermath of what it causes, because it's another level of trauma is really what it boils down to. You got to be willing to count up the cost. This is my honest opinion. I am not a doctor. I am not a psychiatrist. And if you listen to my podcast, y'all know I've been through some things. So I'm not talking about what I think. I'm talking about what I've been through. And for those of you that don't know, and if you're just like, why is she even doing this? Let me just give you as quick of a backdrop that I can give you. I am a divorced single mother of six beautiful children and one grandchild. I have been married before. My desire is to be married again. And for those of you that don't know, whenever you're in a relationship, there are seasons in your life where, first of all, you may feel like there's just not enough time to talk about every single thing that you want to talk about. The other thing is there's times that you go through these growing spurts with your spouse and y'all may not be seeing eye to eye. But whomever my future hubby is, what I wanted to do was give him an opportunity to learn about me from a different perspective, which is the reason why I actually have this podcast. So that when there are moments that I can't really explain to him why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, why I'm doing what I'm doing, etc. He can literally, if it's still around, and I pray to God that it is years to come, he can literally be like, you know what? I know right now she's in a mood, but let me go ahead and look this up. Let me go ahead and listen to this episode and maybe I can gain some insight on why it is she's operating this way right now. Or, you know what? Let's have a conversation. I noticed that you said that you went through trauma around this age. Let's talk about that. It gives he and I dialogue. And it also gives him an opportunity to see me from a different perspective because 
There may be times that I can't necessarily utter the words, but honey, after all the times that I have recorded these episodes, it's a whole lot of words on these episodes that he can turn and look to and look through and be like, you know what? Okay. This is what I think she was trying to tell me. Let me go ahead and educate myself on her so that that way, when she gets to the point that she wants to talk about it, I am aware that I don't have to take it personally because she's processing and this is how she processes. So I'm not on here giving you relationship advice because I don't have the answers and I'm not a life coach and I'm not a therapist and I'm not a relationship expert. But what I do do is share my own experiences in hopes that You can learn from my mistakes and you can do better than I've done. At least that's what I do with my kids, too. So in a lot of ways, I'm just being super transparent, hoping that this is not just helping me, but it's helping someone else, too, along this whole journey that we call life as I live my single divorced life. And yes, I am currently dating. And yes, y'all have heard him a few times on my episodes. But at the end of the day, this is really about my journey and it's going to have highs and it's going to have lows and it's going to have in-betweens because I'm being completely transparent. So one of the lows was me having a flashback about being bullied and that's something. So what I decided to do is take a moment and talk about what it felt like when I was bullied back then and how to recognize when I'm being bullied right now. And that can be in the workplace. That could be at the grocery store. That could be when you just getting gas, even how the teller talks to you just to be able to be mindful of, wait a minute. That's why I felt this way. That's the reason why I got offended is because this person was low key bullying me. This is the reason why I got defensive because that person was low key bullying me. Trying to make me do something that I don't want to do. Trying to make me feel guilty for having my own opinion. Trying to make me feel guilty for living my best life the way that I want to live my best life. This person is trying to bully me. And then once I recognize that, the way that you, or the once you recognize it as well, the way that you become a non-victim is to call a thing what a thing is. Oh, I'm not going to let you bully me. So this is how I'm about to handle this. And you don't have to push anybody down, but what you can do is move around. You can figure out a different way to deal with that situation where now you are no longer a victim and you become a victor. Now, in that scenario that I provided you, I had to literally push my bully back for her to understand you got the right one today. But for the longest time, I was operating in fear, false evidence appearing real. And I was allowing her to mistreat me because I literally did not. I was afraid of her. And I had convinced myself that bullying 
and her pushing on me. Oh, it's okay. As long as I make it. And that is true. I mean, trust me, it is true. As long as I make it home, you know, as long as I make it home in one piece, I'm good. But the thing of it is we teach people how to treat us. So if I would have kept accepting the bullying, it would have turned and it could have easily turned into more volatile situations over a period of time. So I had to use the tools that I had in order to make that person see I'm not a person that you want to bully. And I did it in the way that was best for me in that season of my life. Now, fast forward, when I recognize that I'm being bullied into doing something that I don't want to do, I am learning how to see it for what it is and find that way of escape or address it and then still find that way of escape. But you teach people how to treat you. Are you a victim of bullying? Take time out to weigh if the people that you have in your life, if they're truly for you or if they're bullying you to stay there. And then do the needful. But for me, recognizing that this was, I believe in my heart, a spiritual attack on my mind. I went into spiritual warfare. I started praying those strongholds down. I started decreeing the truth instead of believing the lies. That was a past memory that felt so present. The fact that it was a past memory is the reason why I had to rebuke the memory is because that individual does not have power over me any longer. So I don't want to be in that victim mentality like woe is me when that happened over 30 years ago. How is it that it still had weight even now? Because I never dealt with it until today. That's the answer. Short and sweet. So. I pray that you are not a victim of bullying. I pray that you have not been bullied. But if you have, look at the situation. This is my advice. You don't have to follow it because a lot of people don't. But look at the situation and see where it is that you have allowed that person or that situation to victimize you. And then figure out a way because everything is figure outable, figure out a way to defeat that thought, to defeat that situation to where you look up and you are no longer a victim of bullying, but you are now a victor over bullying. It can be done. I believe in you. And so this is going to conclude my episode on today. I know it is extremely long, but I just really wanted to talk about this thing. Um, yeah, because I'm, you know, I just talk, well, I'm gonna leave it there. But so I, I hope that it encourages someone. And this is going to conclude my episode on today. But please, 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 wherever you are in this world, morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode, do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. 
signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.